Welcome to Come Talk With Me. I'm Maxette Gad, and I happen to believe we all have a story. I also believe we can learn from each other's story. Sometimes we're learning what to do, and sometimes we're learning what not to do. On today's episode, it's just me, Maxetta. I'm going to share some of my story with you. On the last episode, I shared a little introduction to what I hope this podcast consists of, and then I shared maybe a little paragraph of where I am in life, maybe who I am in life would be better to say. So tonight, I'm going to share a little more. Most recently, I have become an empty nester, excuse me, maybe semi-empty nester would be a better way to describe it. We have three adult children, two of which are away in college, and one is in the workforce. The one in the workforce has a schedule that demands him to be gone through the night most of the day, so he's only here a few hours during the day. And when he's off, he's normally with people of his own age, let's say. (laughs) So basically, we are empty nesters. It's myself and my husband and our two dogs. This started at the end of August, and we have the first semester of school down for two of our kiddos. I went into this season of empty nesting um, with different emotions. I held many of them at the same time. I was excited because they've worked hard to get where they wanted to go. Excited because one of ours worked really hard to reach a goal that he set for himself and that came true for him. But at the same time, I found myself lost, just completely in unknown territory. I found myself learning how to fill all the extra time that used to be taking up with activities or just time with the kids. I found myself learning how to be in the presence of my husband again, just us, right? We have a very good relationship, not perfect by any means, and boy, we've had some bumps along the way, but thank God at this point in our life, we're on the other side of them. But we've always had kids, so we've always had kids' activities, or we've had kids' friends here, or we've been planning for activities, or we've been resting from activities, or we've had the kids here to kind of buffer conversations or provide entertainment. But I found myself just me, just him. So I found myself striking up conversations with him about things we hadn't talked about in a long time or learning how to communicate again with him without a third party or fourth or fifth, you know, of the kids being involved. Now, this isn't bad. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not like we didn't talk while we were parenting. It was just different. And to be honest, I had been a working mom for 
so many years. I, I still am a mom. I'm still working. <laughs> but uh, my hands-on responsibilities have changed, let's say. So I found myself, honestly, the only descriptive word I know is lost. I didn't know how to navigate all this new time. I didn't know how to navigate the quietness of our house. I'm not saying again that it was bad, but it was new. It was new territory. I was learning how to navigate the unknown. Two of the three kids are each over an hour and a half away from us. So I rely on what they tell me to be true and accurate. So if they tell me they're one place, I have to trust that that's where they are. No, we don't have the Life360 app that a lot of people have. Hey, that's wonderful. I don't have anything bad to say about it. It was just a choice as a family we made not to implement. Do I regret that? There are times, yes, but then there's also times that I don't. So anyways, it certainly has been a learning curve, excuse me, for me. I did not do the best during the winter months. As the seasons changed and the time changed and it was dark more than it was light, I really struggled. Now this isn't new for me. Often during the winter, I have to fight a little harder for joy. I have to be more intentional about moving and staying active and doing things because during that time period, I wouldn't refer to it as seasonal depression necessarily. It might be bumping up against that, but I just have to be more intentional about maintaining and finding joy, honestly. I've known this about myself. This isn't new. Every winter for many years, it has presented itself. But this winter was different. I found myself sleeping a lot. I found myself not really doing anything with myself as far as appearance goes. Now, don't get me wrong. If you know me, you know I'm not getting up every morning and doing a contour of my cheek or rolling my hair. And I certainly don't have the latest trends for an outfit to put on, let's say. <laughs> but I just found myself not putting forth hardly any effort in my appearance from what I wore to my hair which normally was in a ponytail or clipped back um, I just didn't put forth any effort I don't know how else to describe it now last winter not not this past winter that all the kids were out of the house but last winter I battled it quite a bit as well but it was different because I still had the activities. Basketball season has always been a big season in our household. Two of our three have always played, and one time we had all three of them playing. 
different teams, schools, grades, all that jazz. So the winter season has always been consumed with basketball. But last winter, which was our youngest child's senior year, I fought hard to keep it together because I was so sad that it was his senior year. Again, happy for his future, and I know that that's part of the parenting process. That's the next phase. I'm just being honest. As much as I tried to let the excitement and happiness and joy be bigger than the dread and sadness, sometimes that wasn't the case. So this winter, I knew going into it that we had some new things to do. The youngest still plays basketball, so we still had games and just new territory to look forward to, new people to meet, new places to see because of his activities. Our middle child also got an apartment on her own, so we, you know, we have we had that to look forward to, and our oldest started a new job, and anyways, we had a lot of good things going on, but it was certainly a challenge for me. <laughs> I had found much comfort in the security of a small town, um, the security of being known at the basketball games. When I say being known, I just mean we had been with these players for a few years, so you learn who their family is and you learn different friends of your children. So, you know, you could go anywhere and talk to someone. I could sit with anyone at ball games if I wanted to. But this season, was a learning season. Now we did have one family that's from this area that we have done life with for a few years. So at the games we could see them before, after, during, or you know, however that worked out. But otherwise, it was meeting new parents, new teammates, new coaches. And while doing this, I was fighting to enjoy it. Let me clarify that statement. I looked so forward to game days or to days that I got to see our children that the days in between, it was hard to come up with joyful things, joyful let me, let me change that. Let me try to explain it this way. It was difficult for me to find joy on days that weren't related somehow to our children, that I wasn't seeing them or they weren't home or we weren't at a basketball game or something of that nature. Now, after doing that for a little while, I finally just had a moment where I had to sit down <laughs> Acknowledge these feelings to the Lord, confess them to my husband, and I had to pray about it. And I wanted to find joy every day. Like, that's a part of who I am. I'm optimistic. I try to laugh daily. The harder the laugh, the better the day. I love a belly laugh. I mean, one where your side hurts and 
tears are rolling and you even snort a little bit. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. So, each day during this season, I try to start the day with things I'm grateful for. A gratitude list, you may say. For a while, I was writing them down. Then I was entering them the in the, whoa, got tongue-tied, excuse me. I was entering them in my phone in the notes section. Then eventually, I just started kind of saying them out loud, either on the way to work or while I was getting ready in the morning. I chose the number three to say three things. And it helped so much. It helped remind me that every day there's something to be thankful for. But also, every day there's something that brings joy. Sometimes it's little acts of others. Sometimes it's funny things the dog does. (laughs) Dogs, I should say. Sometimes it's random calls from my kids or texts from friends I haven't heard from. Sometimes it's stuff my husband does or says. I just had to be intentional to look for things to be grateful for, people to be grateful for, as well as things that stir up my joy. So as the winter continued, I started to feel a little heaviness lift from me. I started to feel like I could be a little more myself at the the ball games and around the new people that we were meeting. Chris and I really started enjoying the rides together to and from games, just us. We just enjoyed it and had some silly times together. He, he tolerates me so well. I am a little goofy, and I love to be silly. And he is a little more subdued, though, though he's very funny. He is very funny. So, anyways, he tolerated my concerts well that I performed in, in the vehicle to and from games. And even when I would put the mic, which was also often my phone, To him, he would sing along a little bit. So we just started loosening up a bit and settling into this role of empty nesting. I had to, though, for me, I had to be very intentional, very very purposeful. (laughs) Excuse me, words are hard today, I guess. Very purposeful. Oh my gosh, I did it again. Very Uh, purposeful in finding joy and in focusing on gratitude. So I share all that with you to share that what you look for, what you focus on is what you'll find. At least for me, that's how it worked. Early on in the winter, when I focused on not having the kids here, everything we didn't have. We didn't have the kids here. We didn't have noise here. We didn't have places to go. We didn't have ball socks to get washed up. (laughs) I just started focusing on everything we didn't have. I didn't have, specifically. Um, And thank God that he prompted me to examine my heart and examine what I was focusing on, what I was magnifying. 
as I begin to shift my focus and be intentional about seeking out gratitude and acknowledging that gratitude, I begin to feel my joy resurface. I begin to just start to feel like myself again. So I encourage you to be intentional and maybe take some time to evaluate what you are focusing on, what you are looking for, what you are seeking out during the day. If you need to flip the script, flip it. I did, and it helped me so much. Little by little, I started to feel that heaviness lift, and I started to feel lighter, and like I said, I could be myself around people, and I wasn't uptight, and I wasn't worried, and I wasn't sad, but instead, I was laughing again, and talking to people, yes, even random strangers, that's just the way I roll, and then I found a nudge of wanting to start a YouTube channel and this podcast and be more present on social media, which that has a catch to it that I'll get into maybe another podcast. I also have to limit my time on social media or I'll be on there entirely too much. And then I fall into sometimes just traps and thoughts that you don't want to fall into. They're not healthy. They're not healthy at all. So with that being said, it's just been a time, I guess, of intentionally finding and seeking joy and gratitude and a new balance and navigating new territory. But instead of doing it with sadness and despair, which remind me of just heavy weights, you know, they sink you. If you jump in the water with super heavy weights, you're going to sink right to the bottom and eventually you'll drown. Well, by focusing on gratitude and being intentional in finding, you know, seeking and finding joy, those weights are lifted. And little by little, I started to come up out of that water. And I'm thankful for that. And now I'm at a place where I can enjoy the children, where they're at in their lives. I can enjoy what's going on with them. I enjoy time with my husband. We have some other responsibilities that we have to take care of, but that's okay. We get to do those. I've enjoyed getting to read more. I've enjoyed taking the plunge and doing it afraid and starting a YouTube channel and starting this podcast. And yes, I have so much to learn. Oh my gosh, so much. But I'm going to do it. I am doing it and learning along the way. So there's part of my story. I have a lot more to share, but I think that's plenty for today. I just want to encourage you, start your morning by naming things you're grateful for. Seek out joy throughout the day and allow yourself time to take it in. I have even been pulling over alongside the road sometimes when I see something that's pretty. Maybe it's flowers. Maybe I love waterfalls. I love them. So when I see one, I take the time to pull over and take it in. I just stop. Sometimes it's for 30 seconds. Sometimes it's a minute. Sometimes I sit there for a little bit and just admire what the creator has created for me. 
and I'll share this with you. Though I hope this podcast reaches many, many people, I'm going to guess that some of the listeners are from the same area that I'm from. So in a neighboring county is a McDonald's. And I, you know, I can't pass up a McDonald's Coke. I'm just not going to do it. Not going to do it. One, I love the little sayings on the lids. Don't underestimate those to make you smile or laugh a little bit. Take those babies in. But here is what I found. Normally, it's daytime when I go through the drive-thru. I'm not over there as much now, but in the position I used to have at work, I was over there much more frequently at that certain McDonald's. This lady that worked the drive-thru has the best customer service I have ever experienced. Oh my goodness, you can hear it in her voice. She is so chipper and thankful to be there, honestly. And a couple things that she says, I love it. After you place your order, will that be all for you, darling? I love it. So I'll say yes. She'll say, pull around to the first winder. The first winder! love that. So you pull up there. She is just as friendly in person. How are you today, dear? Have a good day. I mean, just super friendly. Now, she hasn't wavered from that. And and trust me, in the position I was in before this one at the other job I had, I was there t- possibly too much, but whatever. Okay, we're, we're not going to get into that. That's not the point of the podcast, but I did not, I did not catch her have an off day. It was amazing to me. So a couple days ago, I was in that area and I went through the drive-thru and there, I heard her voice. It completely changes your, your whole demeanor. When you hear her voice, it is so chipper and just so filled with joy. You can't help but be in a good mood, right? So finally, I pull around there and I thought, just ask her her name. You don't even know her name. So I asked her, and she said her name was Amanda. This is at the Nicholas County McDonald's. She's fantastic. So if any of my listeners are going through the Nicholas County McDonald's and Amanda is working the drive through my goodness, you tell her that she is appreciated and loved, and I, she has just made a big difference in my day. I look forward to hearing her say, welcome to McDonald's. May I help you today? I mean, it's wonderful. And when she seals the deal with drive around to the first winder, oh, I love it. It's wonderful. So even occurrences of that nature, one, I am grateful for it because she provided excellent customer service. And two, it truly brings me joy. Like I pull out of there smiling. Then to top it off, I look down at my Coke. Now some people go for the Diet Coke. That's okay. That's not me, but that's okay. That's not me. So when I look at the lid of the Diet, of the, excuse me, whoa, I was about to say Diet Coke and that would be a blooper. When I look at the lid of the Coke, and it has one of the little sayings on there, replenish your thirst, sip for joy. You, you can't help but smile. And you got all that for like $1.26, I think. I don't know, it's not much. So I just encourage you to focus on 
what brings you joy. So thank you for coming to talk with me today. And if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, please do. Just type in Max Setagad in the search bar. It should take you to it. It's called Chatting with Maxie. I try to tell a couple funny stories and then share a little devotional uh, with you from my faith walk with the Lord. And I hope that you're encouraged by it. And if you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, I would appreciate it so much if you would do so and share it with your friends. In the weeks to come, I have some guests that I have contacted and are willing to be interviewed. So I'm looking forward to sharing their stories with you. We are just getting some dates and time in place. And I believe you will learn something. And that might be what to do or what not to do from each of them. Thank you so much. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. And remember, laugh as much as you can. Thank you.